Hello and welcome to Drinks with Mom. My name is Paul and this is Mom. Hi, I'm Gina. Hi, Mom. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. Always enjoy sitting across from my darling mother. Oh my goodness, I've got acid indigestion. Uh, yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, pain. A very bad pain. <laughs> um, so for people that might just be tuning in for the first time, Mom, what do we do here? Well, we have a drink and we talk about things. You ask me questions, you put me on the spot. Yeah. I'm much nicer to you than you are to me. Jury's out on that, but you know, <laughs> if anyone has some uh, sides to pick there, I'm sure they'd pick yours just to spite <laughs> me. But um, yeah, so we're going to try a drink today. Actually, uh, this is a selection you made uh, a long time ago. You've been asking to do this for a long time, and mm -hmm. I've just never, I've always had other things that I, we wanted to do, but... He says, um, we wanted to do. I, I'm told what So I'm what are doing. we having today? We're having a Cosmopolitan. Yes. It's a ladies' drink. Well, I mean, it depends. Uh, I looked that up. We'll get to that. But uh, yeah, so Cosmo. I think I might have had one of these before. I don't remember. Um, no. At like a cocktail bar or martini bar or something where it was just the thing to do at the time. These were really popular for a very long time and kind of have gone in and out depending on media or who's drinking one in what TV show. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so this was your pick. You've been bugging me for years to do this. Here we are. So Well, for crying out loud, let's try We got her. some Cosmos in front of us. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. You've almost knocked yours already. I know. Ooh. Oh, it'll do it. It's, it'll, yeah, refreshing. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I've had a Cosmo proper before. Um, I expected it to be less citrusy or less tart, but I think... Yeah, this is a little bit more tart. Yeah, I think, well, so you and I talked as we were getting our recipes together and making sure we had the uh, right ingredients. We talked about what we needed. And um, I read that the traditional or the uh, Bartenders Association official recipe calls for a lime or sorry, a lemon vodka, mm -hmm. like an absolute citron or something like that. So I think in some places, like when Laura was making them at the Old Spot pub that she used to work at, I think they just used regular vodka. And I think a lot of places do. But uh, the official Bartenders Association recipe includes lemon vodka. And I think that might be where we're getting a bit more of the, the citrus from. Because there's also uh, a three-quarter ounce lime juice. And then you got the triple sec or Cointreau or Grand Marnier. Okay, so is this with the lemon vodka? This is the lemon vodka. That's where the difference yeah. is. I've never yeah. had lemon vodka uh, as far as a Cosmo goes, mm -hmm. I like lemon vodka, let me tell you. Well, I've we've uh, been known to tell a tale or two when I have my lemon vodka. Then here we go, because you'll notice right in front of you, Ew. there is a little glass. Magically appeared. Of lemon vodka. As soon as I said it. As soon as you said it, a little elf brought it over. Mm. Um, the little elf meaning uh, the dog Lexi that you and dad have right now, who's going to be <laughs> making noise and shuffling around as we're recording. Yes. But, you know, she's blind, deaf, got no teeth. You know, hey, hold on a second. She can half see. She can half see. There <laughs> yes. you go. Uh, but anyway, so the lemon vodka, it's absolute citron, like I said. Um, you could have, we could have gone with uh, a more upscale brand or whatever, but I think absolute flavored vodkas were some of the first uh, to be introduced, and this is what they recommend often for making this. So that's what we got. Let's give it a try. Okay. Looks like water. It does. It better Wait. not be. I'm not in the mood. Cheers. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is nice. Yeah, the vodka, it's a hint of lemon. Yes. Um, but not as overpowering as I would expect. No, because I kept waiting for it. But then when I, yeah. you know, I'm feeling it now. 
Now they do a mandarin vodka. They do quite they a do few a lot, flavors. Yeah. They do many. Actually, they had a smaller, I think it was Smirnoff had also cranberry vodka or, or a, a raspberry vodka. Ooh. And they had a smaller bottle we could have gotten, but not in the lemon. So no. we had to go for the big boy in the lemon. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I didn't realize. I thought you were going to use the regular vodka. We thought about it. Yeah. And then we thought, well, why not? Why not go? Uh, it's the lemon vodka. Laura had some ideas for for refreshing kind of spring summer cocktails we can make with it too. So maybe we'll get more use out of it. Um I would be curious to try one with just regular vodka as well, but I think that gets into, when we get into the history of it, uh, that gets into more like a, a different type of, there's older cocktails that, that might predate the Cosmo proper that just use regular vodka. Um, so what made you want to do a Cosmo? I do enjoy them. Yeah. You can't drink a lot of them. Well, I mean, you can. Um, you could, you're right, you could, <laughs> but I find the sweetness, depending on how they're made. Mm-hmm. So typically, I will have one that has Grand Marnier in it. Yeah, that, and that would be regular I guess, vodka, of course. Grand Marnier instead of the triple sec, I imagine, right? Some people yeah. do Cointreau or triple sec or Grand Cointreau's Marnier. Cointreau is another one, yes. Um, you happen to have a bunch of triple sec on hand, so did we. So that's kind of where we got our ingredients yeah. from, just whatever we could find. Um, now, this is a very pink one. This kind of reminds me of a nice spring Easter oh, drink. Yeah. Uh, at Christmas, it could be, now I figured it out, it's the red glasses I put it in that make it a little bit redder at Christmas. <laughs> well, I do think... <laughs> Which way do I go, Abner? <laughs> Some people do put more cranberry, but I think traditionally the cranberry is more of like a splash. I think we've got about a, a half ounce of cranberry to mm. to uh, <laughs> to an ounce and a half of vodka. So And what else? Uh, Three quarter ounce Cointreau, half ounce or so of lime. Well, it's a good thing I'm not cooking. It's leftovers yeah, tonight. Yeah, there you go. Yep. So, uh, yeah, but I think some people do put more cranberry. Where, so you might see some that have that darker color. Mm-hmm. But I think traditionally the cranberry is more like more to be a splash to give it a bit of bit of flavor, a bit of color, um, almost like the vermouth uh, that you might put in a rotini or something, oh, just okay. a splash. Um, this is lovely. But yeah, so do you know anything about the Cosmo or when did you first have one? Do you remember? Oh, with a friend. A friend introduced me to a Cosmo yeah. probably about uh, 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. And uh, quite enjoyed them. But you can uh, you can get stung pretty fast <laughs> drinking them. And I've been known to get stung. I don't, I don't want to, you know, say how many times. Yeah. But I do enjoy it. But I also I find they're sweet, so I have to watch how many. I think they know. go down pretty easy. It's mm-hmm. not too bad. I can see in the summer... Oh, we're oh, on yeah. a patio or something, hey, you know. We're in. Yeah. So, did were you a Sex in the City fan? You knew that I was, was going to come up, right? I, well, kind of, yes, but I, I'm still not prepared for my son to say to his mother, "sex." Oh, yes. You know, it's, it's just not. I'm anything, not asking for advice. You know, we never talked about that word in this house. Oh, well, we never said the word, but there no. were other terms. You know. You know. Uh, no, at, actually, I wasn't. Funny enough, I didn't, but I watched the movie. Okay. But I wasn't a series fan. I think there have been, there have been two movies now or more. Yes, yeah. but I've only seen the one movie. But funny enough, I find now that I'm at my old ripe age and being sentimental, some of these shows are really appealing to me, so I am backtracking. Oh, really? But I haven't backtracked to them yet. We'll have to get a list of the shows you're going through right now. Maybe our readers can, our listeners can follow along with oh, uh, Gina's picks. Oh, watch out. Yeah, Big Gina's TV Hour. Excuse me. <laughs> um, I never watched Sex in the City. Uh, no. It wasn't for me. I, I I wasn't the audience. I wasn't the target audience for that either. No. But I knew a lot of people who loved it. I know a lot of people who still love it. 
and absolutely do all the quizzes to say which character are you and blah blah blah. Oh. You know, uh, cheers. This is a shout out to my friend Jacques, who will probably is never going to listen, but he he goes on about <laughs> Sex in the City. For me, it's the fashions. Yeah, right. The clothing is just uh, incredible. And that was always something I was into. Yeah, and I think... My closet would lie, you know. (laughs) Sex and the City was one of the things that's credited with uh, popularizing the Cosmo beyond beyond a a somewhat trendy drink Mm -hmm. into like the most popular cocktail of the 90s and early 2000s. Like it was just everyone was talking about it and having that. Do you know anything about the history of a Cosmo? No, because I, I don't spend a lot of time on that. It's yeah. all about whether I like it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the one that's deep. You know, I and I made I you that you, way. Darling. I made you that way on purpose because we know <laughs> I was not going to spend any yes. time researching it other yes. than how it tastes going down the old katata. When you the old katata, <laughs> when you were making me, you turned the the dial to deep. Oh, uh, I turned it all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> in my research on the way here, cuz we have, you know, we had an hour and a half drive to come here. Yeah. I can do all my research. And your in the lovely car. wife drives. She did. Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, why I, I don't fed worry. I cucumbers with hummus on the way. Um, oh, that's just too much for me. <laughs> what a combination. Um, so anyway, uh, Cosmo is one of those cocktails that it's almost um, easy for us to talk about because the history is widely debated. There are about 27,000 people who want to take credit for making the Cosmo the first time. But um, there are some facts, few and far between, to be corroborated. It's uh, People at certain hotels or bars all over between New York and San Francisco and all these places take credit for it. Um, As much as I was reading uh, an account by someone who said the late 80s, it was first invented officially as a Cosmo. And then a commenter on that same article said, someone ordered one from me before the date of this person claiming it. So I know that it was before then. But there's something interesting. If you want to go by... um, the, if you really want the lemon, the lemon vodka to be part of the official recipe, like the Bartenders Association seems to, that didn't come out until the 80s. So I think the lemon vodka was the first flavored vodka on the market in mm-hmm. the mid to late 80s. So anything oh, really? I didn't know that. So if that's the first... I think absolute vodka itself wasn't widely available internationally before then by long. Mm. It was, I think, mostly a European thing, um, and we wouldn't have gotten it here until probably 70s or 80s. But um, so, yeah, so people say, well, I had one in the 70s or whatever. But if, it, if the official definition is the lemon vodka, that couldn't have happened until a certain amount of time. Uh, but there, there's other accounts that basically say it's so similar to what's called a kamikaze cocktail. Um, that it's just a slight twist on it. So a kamikaze is vodka, triple second lime juice. Oh, so, okay. Um, that you add cranberry to get your splash of color and a bit of flavor, and there you've got a Cosmo, assuming you're not going specific on the lemon vodka. Um, there's even another ver- variety, I think, called the Daisy from the 30s, which is gin, Cointreau, lemon, and like a raspberry syrup. Oh, that would so be that's, nice. And some people all over the internet, people said, try a Cosmo with gin. And I prefer gin to vodka. So I think mm-hmm. that should be something maybe we try in a I future like episode. Gin. But so anyway, so the history is widely disputed. Um, all people seem to agree on is the rough variety of those ingredients, whether it's lemon vodka or not, is kind of up to the dealer. And then uh, the garnish, some people use orange, but I think lime is the official kind of garnish. Um, lemon or lime is common, orange sometimes as well. And then the amount of cranberry to color or not. But yeah, so depending on where you go, you might get one made slightly differently. But for a time, 
in the 90s, 2000s, it was like the most popular cocktail in the world. So I'm sure I had one. You probably had a million. I've had a variety. And I have to say my friend Karen, who is one of our best listeners, gave me a martini book, recipe book, many years ago. And I never thought to look at it for this. But I have used it so much. Some of the martinis you can make, I'll take your socks right off before you even sip it. Well, I mean, it's it's cold, so I'd like to keep my socks on for now. Yeah, well, I prefer you keep your socks on too. <laughs> um, one thing, actually, you, you bring up a good point. Something that I wanted to address was, is a Cosmo a martini? Ah, that's very interesting. I, I don't necessarily think it is. I think the official answer is no, yeah. I think. Um, it's served traditionally in a martini glass, but it comes more from that like kamikaze or daisy mm-hmm. kind of cocktail lineage than a martini because uh, traditionally a, a Cosmo wouldn't have any kind of gin. There'd be differences enough to make it not a martini, but it's commonly associated with being a martini. And I said off the top that I might have one at a martini bar simply because it's served in a martini glass. So people associate it with a martini and it just runs wild from there. Um, so that's it, just an interesting way things get popularized. Oh, yeah. So uh, speaking of your friend, Karen, I, I think I, I took a screenshot of this and sent this to you. But yes, she did. On our Instagram at Drinks With Mom, she says, great show, Gina. I've definitely swung over to the side of enjoying a Guinness or Kilkenny after setting up our campsites. Mm-mm. However, I don't like beer enough to switch to alcohol-free fare. I'm still a whiskey girl at heart, really looking forward to the new segment. So there's a lot to unpack there because she's commenting last week or last right? episode, we did non-alcoholic beer. So she's... I, I, I like the, the idea that the darker beers are her flavor, Guinness and Kilkenny being a bit on the darker spectrum. And that's what I enjoy as well. Yeah. And then also um, the idea that uh, she likes the new segment, which is, you know, the, the uh, advice from you. Yes, your, that's yeah, just wonderful. Dear, dear I'm not really happy about that. But <laughs> I like the fact that Karen enjoys her whiskey because I do enjoy my whiskey. Yes, definitely. I, I do like a whiskey. I can drink it slow and we'll have to, uh, maybe contemplate we'll, life, you contemplate. know. Contemplate. We'll do, uh, what's a big word for you? It is. We'll do a, life. another... Uh, <laughs> life, yeah, life in general? Life is a big word for you. You are such a brat, you little bugger. I'm going to have to smack you. Um, oh, well, we should are, do another are you whiskey gonna episode. Have to screen, are you going to have to like edit that because I said that? No, I'll know? leave that in Shimon, for the people. bad word. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, it, it's interesting. We got the, the last episode was non-alcoholic beer. It was a very long episode. We talked a lot about stuff, tried a lot of different non-alcoholic mm-hmm. beers. And a lot of them, in terms of like our Instagram engagement and tagging people or whatever, the non-alcoholic beer companies I found to be way more uh, likely to respond. They commented on our posts and messaged and things like that. So I think the non-alcoholic beer space is so trendy and so um, just ripe right now that people are interested, brands are popping up and everyone's vying for attention that I found it interesting that of all the episodes we've done, that's probably the most engagement we've gotten from the the brands we've tried. I think that's great. And, and you know, they also know that I'm trying to make you wholesome, <laughs> you know, so that was the one episode. Mm-hmm. No, I do think that's good because there is a big market there that's coming. Everybody oh, yeah. is interested, you know, even, even people that have been making alcohol for years are trying to introduce the non-alcoholic, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we won't go too far into it because we no. did that last episode, but I think, um, there Today's are, all about alcohol. Yeah, there are non-alcoholic uh, spirits as well, gins and things. Mm-hmm. And we haven't really tried any of those yet, but I think we could. Um, I'm curious how they would nail a flavor like this. I often find non-alcoholic spirits go heavy on the botanicals, and that makes them taste a bit more like, almost like floral. They're too um, sweet, some of them, I find. Some there, of them there's are, something... yeah, there's just a flavor that's not quite yeah. right. But 
They, they're, it's, and you're I mean, sweet enough. Yeah. You don't need any more sweetness because I birthed you. I know Look, that. I, I know. You've called me a box child many times. I well, believe, it, right? it, I can't take away from that. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I was a box child too. And look at me now. Look at you now. You're barely a child. <laughs> Um, oh, there's an enema waiting for you. Oh, oh I don't. My mom's going to give me an enema. This seems like I should. Oh, go. I ain't giving it to you. That's different than a bidet. Let's uh, let's move along yeah, here. Yes, here. Um, okay, so uh, we've got a couple other things we can we can move on to the winter doldrums. How how do you like that as a topic? What do you? Um, I've had none. You have you've had none. No, I honestly That's, haven't hey, because you. I have to be fortunate to say that I stopped working. Right, we didn't end, talk about your retirement no, you did last it. time. You know, we skimmed I, I, right past it. We did, and I want to bring this out because you talked so much the last I episode. Did. You didn't let me tell you about my first day of retirement, which was kind of hilarious. Well, I knew I was going to hear it again and again and again. You've anyway. never heard it because I've <laughs> kept it to myself, okay. other than your dad had to hear about it and laugh. Well, so... Apologies, last I was editing last episode thinking, man, I talked a lot. You did. But we had six different beers to try, and mm-hmm. they all had different info, and I don't want to you know, skim over any of the You did the a ones, great right? job. But I did think about later how, yeah, we should, let's hear about your retirement. And speaking of, I, I introduced the winter doldrums as a topic. You're saying you've got none, and, I don't, and you're I'm, newly retired. Let's hear it. I, I feel very lucky. I've, I've been busy, but I actually am really enjoying... Um, being retired, I haven't had to adjust at all because let's be honest, I wasn't working a lot, maybe three shifts a week or, you know, three days a week, say. Mm -hmm. So um, I've been able to fill that time, no problem. But my first day was, you know, on a Monday, I take the sheets off the bed. And this day I decided to take the the duver cover off the bed, which is a nice white cover. And I'm walking down the stairs. Yeah, a duver, duvet, whatever, you know, (laughs) a binky, whatever you want to call it. I hit the bottom step, put my foot down, and I stepped right in dog. Plop, 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 plop. Oh, from oh, our plop, friend plop, Lexi plop. we mentioned oh, earlier. Oh, yeah, and it was a good step, and it was a good plop. So I'm. How look- was the duvet and all this? Well, it's a white duvet. Yeah. Well, you know, your first reaction was, well, whose side am I holding? Is it dad's side or mine? <laughs> my foot went over and tapped on dad's side, and I thought, no, that's not going to do it because, like, I'm in deep. She might be a little dog, but she had saved it up. Wow. <laughs> so I hopped to the bathroom and I put my foot in the toilet and flushed. Wow, amazing. <laughs> oh, what a good we, flusher we have, I we tell should, you. We should give the people another <laughs> another intro to Lexi just in case, because it sounds like you've you've stepped in quite the mound. And this is a tiny little dog. She's 13 like pounds. Said, no teeth, can't really see, deaf until you clap as loud as you can. Walks on a diagonal. Yeah. Uh, I accidentally almost stepped on her today because she was mad that I was here and then growling, but she couldn't see or hear me. So she's in the way all the time. And so she left a big pile for oh, you. Oh, she can poop. Oh, yeah. Dad and I have never talked so much about poop in our whole marriage till we got this dog because it's, I guess that's a part of being a senior. She's a senior. We're a senior. So it's like, okay, are you okay? Are you regular? Do you need anything? Yeah, but if you start pooping at the bottom of the stairs, I think we've got a different conversation coming. But I want everybody to know my toenails came out really clean. Oh, wait. Were you barefoot when this happened? This was. So, yes, this went right through the whole hoot and caboodle. Hoot and caboodle. And Uh, the white duver came out clean. 
clean too because I sprayed it well. So and... wait, so did you st- you stepped in it with your bare feet? Oh, I sure did. And also the duvet got rubbed in it? Or... Oh, it only got rubbed in it because my foot naturally went to it to think, okay, I can clean. And then you I went. You cleaned your, okay, let's unpack this. <laughs> and then I'm thinking, this is dad's side, You which cleaned is your foot off. You cleaned your poop well, I couldn't. foot I with couldn't. the duvet. No, I couldn't because I was sunk. So I tried and then I went, what's next? Drop the duver on the floor. Hopped to the bathroom, stuck my foot in the toilet, and did the big button flush. Oh, the big button. And yeah. I looked and I went, okay, Who one, the water one more for this flush one? for good luck. Because, you know, yeah. stepping in poop. Did you have or, any toe rings or anything on? No, I didn't, but I almost did. But, you well, know, yeah, either you get ring. pooped on from a bird and you st- or you step in poop. It's supposed to be very good luck. And yeah. I will say I uh, touch wood now. It, it was good luck because I have not got the winter doldrums. You start, you start your first day of retirement like that. Hey, everything's looking up. Yes. You know? I, I mean. And I'm double jointed. So I could pick my foot up and smell it. And I got it all out. I don't know that <laughs> that's true. But yes. I just want to let you know that if you need a moisturizer, go out there. <laughs> The thaw is on. The thaw is on. You just run out in your bare feet. It's a good moisturizer. The moment you told that story, since I've been a kid hanging out at um, Grandma Margaret and Granddad Jimmy's (laughs) cottage in Muskoka, I have this visceral memory that I cannot shake of being a child and stepping in my bare feet in dog poo and just the way it squeezes between oh, your it toes. It's almost like like a rank Play-Doh just finding the crevices. Oh, I did find the crevices. And, and like your granddad would say, the shitter's full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the moment you told that story, I think everyone in their in at one point in their life knows what it feels like to step in dog poo oh, or, yeah. or something in bare feet that just squeezes and uh, yeah, very I visceral. wasn't prepared at all because I'd let her out. Yeah. But, you know, she's 15 this year, so, yeah. you know, she's the gift that keeps on giving. At least you knew it was her and not, you know, anyone else in the house. Well, hey, maybe I don't. It's either her, it's, <laughs> no. it's her or you or dad. So. Well, dad was gone, and he would, you know, he would never do anything there. Like, let's not like even go there. To, yeah. like this is to just qualify too that. much information. Yeah. But it was just kind of funny, and I thought, you know what? I think this is going to bring me luck, and it yeah. did. Um, as far as... I've not been down in the dumps. So there's a lot of reasons. You've been stepping in the dumps. <laughs> That's true. I did the dump dump step. But you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm lucky because usually February can be a really blue month or January, like the middle totally, of January. Yeah. Yeah. And I find I'm ready to move on. But I've I've not been this year, and I, I feel very fortunate um, to be that way. That's great. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's. That's quite the story. I'm very glad we, we I'm, I'm almost upset that we didn't have time for it last week, but I'm glad we got it out this week. I've been saving it. I bet. Because I'm, because I did let a friend know because we were going somewhere and I said, oh, I'm in a bad spot right now. But she couldn't stop laughing and she said, save it for a podcast. Yes, and that's I, perfect. And then I, I wanted to tell her my son didn't give me time. There was, you know, he was yippy doodle last Well, time. you know, it's been... I was thinking about this last time. Another thing I didn't I didn't give time for was technically being 2022 now, this is our our third calendar year that we've been doing the podcast, I believe. And Three, I've grown up a lot. I've grown up a lot. Do you remember the first episode? I think I over overdrank. You, you might have. You might and have. You, and you guys laughed. Of course, you <laughs> set me out to fail. And I went for a walk, I think, and you could hear me yapping all the way down the street. I'm just going to corroborate. Yeah, we, you, you. Uh, well, that was when we first invented our rule of, of 
No drinks prior to the podcast, please, Mother. We can't show up for the podcast, and you've already got a bottle of wine on the go on the front porch. Well, the wine is opened, but it was funny today because I had wine last night, and the glass was still on the counter, and I said to Dad, we better wash this. I don't want Paul thinking I've been drinking today because I hadn't. <laughs> so, correction, this is technically, it's we've been doing Four this podcast years. for about three years, but this is technically the fourth calendar year we now see on our episodes. Oh, okay. Because we started in very late 2018. Yes, we did. Yeah, so this is, it's been a long run. And that whole time, you've never told a story as good as your dog poop down the stairs oh, story. That so, was just a start. Know, like it was quite, it was quite good. a day. It was a first day of retirement, but you know, it brought me luck. And I feel, um, I, I haven't got the winter doldrums. As you know, I love snow. So that right. snowstorm, I was out there like a bat out of heck. Yeah. I was having a blast. I had my Sorrel boots, no laughter. They are 42 years old. Wow. Dad bought them for me. They're big clod hoppers. They keep my feet warm. And I get out there. I have my snow pants on. I look like that kid from A Christmas Story. <laughs> if I had fallen, you would never have found me. Somebody would have had to have gotten me out of the snow. That might explain why Dad took off. But we did a lot of driveways. And that was your father's 65th birthday, the day of the oh, snowstorm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we did have a lot of fun that day. And um, I'm, I'm fortunate to say I have not had any issues to do with the winter. Just issues stepping in mounds of dog Oh, yeah. I I tell you now, every time I come down the stairs, I look over the yeah. ledge and I think, oh. I'm looking at her right now and yeah. she's a tiny dog. Oh, she had a good plop. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. that's good. I'm and, glad, and it uh, could have been a change in diet. So I'll just leave it at yes, that. So, yes. you know, like we get down there with the microscope. No, only teasing. <laughs> well, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad it gave you good luck for whatever reason. I mean, I don't really have the, I don't know if I have the winter doldrums. I like winter. I like snow. I like uh, this time of year. I like bundling up. I think I like wearing a good cardigan. You know? Yeah, and I think too for you, you didn't get into your house till. Oh yeah, it was late in the season. So that so was So we're nice. still warming up to yeah. our house. Um, but one thing I've been doing, uh, I decided to sign up for a pretty particular challenge over February. So uh, by the time this episode comes out, I'll be frantically trying to finish this. But basically, I have to complete. I have to start and complete an entire album of music in the month of February. Do you want me to sing? No, thank you. You don't want me as your backup? <laughs> I could be like Diana Ross, but a white you, Diana Ross. <laughs> you could be a lot. Yeah, there are a lot of differences between yeah. you and Diana Ross. Oh, she was a honker. She was beautiful. Yes. Well, yeah. by the time this episode comes out, I'll be frantically scrambling to get this challenge done because I have to have this album of original music finished by the end of the month. I don't know what's going to happen to it. If it'll end up on Spotify or whatever, who knows? Uh, probably shared with some people who might listen to it, maybe. But anyway, I started a new project. It's going to be electronic music. It's going to be all like keyboards and synthesizers and drum machines. Uh, the band that I, I'm using the name Bay Mud on Instagram. So at Bay underscore Mud is where you can find me. And that's what I'm doing these uh, weird little bleeps and bloops. But that's kind of one thing that's keeping me productive during these winter months. Yes. Uh, and trying to, to, to shuffle toward some kind of output. I'm very grateful because I thought he was going to try to like pull the wool over all of our, our uh, eyes because February is a big one right now where they're saying February go alcohol free. Oh, so really? I thought Paul's going to try to tell me that one. I'm going to say like, who the heck are you? I'm your, I'm your mother. Well, we can't. I, I can just, read I, between I'm the lines. I'm almost done this, uh, this Cosmo. I yeah. can't be going alcohol free. Yeah. And I'm thinking I can read between the lines. Don't try that one on us or the listeners. So no. there better be a good one. <laughs> one thing I can say, I've got this nerdy habit that Laura makes one of me for where I have a spreadsheet where I keep track of a lot of things. I can tell you, I'm drinking less 
so far this year than last year. And last year was less than the year before. Very good. So, you, you and your father in spreadsheets, honestly. If I could take those, <laughs> spread, I could take those spread yeah. sheets and put them somewhere where maybe yeah. nobody wants. But no, I think that's that you're accountable that way. It, it is, yeah. It's, sometimes I find it a bit false because I think about it before I do it. Oh, I have to put it in the spreadsheet, so maybe I shouldn't do it kind of thing. But I find I'm only having drinks maybe twice a week. Um, good for you. Which is, yeah, which is no, good. No, that's good. Did you hear the... The music that I put in front of the segment, the no, I don't. Segment last I really time? don't pay attention to I much know. you do. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> do you? So, do you have a toast and roast, or do you want to do? Do you want to do the advice segment? Oh well, okay. You know what? Let's do the advice. Okay. Because I fail at that. I'll fail oh, at either no, one. Oh no, it's great. It's great. <laughs> okay, so first up, what you what listeners don't know is that last time after we did the segment, I went home and created the theme intro music for the segment. Right. So you have never heard this. No. So I'll, I'll play this. I'm a bad mother. So here comes, this is a segment where um, we take advice columns priorly submitted to places like Ann Landers or Dear Abby or Ellie, who's the Toronto one, I believe, uh, where I'm going to go through the, the famous ones. Okay. So last week we did uh, uh, Dear Abby. Um, and then... We read the question, see what mom's answer is, and see how it stacks up to the professional. Oh. So that's what we call, a little segment we call Dear Gina. Cruel. And here's the theme music, mother. Dear Gina. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what do you think? Well, just bring the gun out and shoot me now. <laughs> there you go. So I, I worked, uh, worked for a while on that. You sure You're did. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, okay, so today's advice question comes from i thought we did dear abby last time let's go with another classic is there more vodka just in case i need it would you like some <laughs> no There's i'm good ann landers okay Ooh, so this she's is from, a tough cookie this is from the ann landers archives and we talked about a little bit of the history of ann landers and dear yeah. abby last time how they were sisters that they were also pseudonyms for a variety of people so who's writing it now is i think the daughter of dear abby who's writing it now yeah. blah 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 but anyway you can listen it's to tough. the last episode so this is one i thought would be particularly relevant just because you know i know uh, i know your your proclivities let's say proclivities so, so oh god dear sounds Ann like Landers, you got gas <laughs> a social craze called mixed mates has oh. hit town oh the invitation we received yesterday said you are cordially invited for cocktails and dinner at bill and mary x's home on january the 25th but you can't come with your husband he must escort someone else's wife. You will not know the identity of your escort until he arrives. Your husband will soon receive a phone call assigning a date, but it must be kept a deep, dark secret. Of course, you will be taken home by the man who brought you. It ain't happening. RSVP. So then this is the woman saying, I don't want to be a wet firecracker. <laughs> I like that, by the way. I but do But the too. whole idea offends me. My husband says it's novel and should be fun. What would we tell our teenage children about such a party? Help, please. Oh, my gosh. I totally feel her pain. Yeah. That is not going to happen. Never. And if your dad even had an interest, oh, Lord. <laughs> Are the snow uh, snow drifts high enough that I could bury? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, to each his own, right? It's changed days. I guess it's freedom out there. But honestly, no way, Jose. Yeah, well, so I guess for our listeners' sake, in case you didn't pick up on the nuance there, it's basically a swingers party. It's is what a I'm swingers getting, right? party. And I can swing, but not like that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so this person's saying, you know, what do I do? Um, and what's your response? What would you give them as advice? You know, I'd tell her to go with her heart, what she feels inside. And un unfortunately, 
maybe her relationship with her husband isn't that great. If he's willing to cross over to do that, <laughs> yeah. then there's something lacking somewhere and maybe they should go for counseling or maybe they should go talk to somebody or first talk to each other. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're you sometimes we forget to talk to each other. Yeah. Like it's so easy. We like your dad and I have been together for oh my God, I, I think we were birthed together. Honestly, we slept together <laughs> you when. Look into that, well, that we might not well be legal. because our families go back so long, right? Mm-hmm. So as kids, we were put together as pajama parties and yeah. things like that. And I really think if you should first start with your mate, if they've yeah. been together for a while, and say, "Is that what you're into?" But yeah. I'm not. I. Oh I, yeah. No way. Oh, Lord, love a duck. I've never seen myself naked. I'm not going to share that with anybody else. That could be a trauma. Yes, no, 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 definitely. no. We move on. I mean, on. that would definitely be a trauma. Uh, we're um, moving on right away. Well, so I'll read you. So I actually like your answer maybe better than than Ann Landers. I think hers is a bit flippant. So she says, tell your teenage children that married people go to parties together and they come home together, which is why you and their father cannot accept this tasteless invitation. Um, so I agree that yeah. You know, okay, so in this scenario, she's worried about her. what to tell their teenage daughter, their teenage kids. I wouldn't be so worried about no. that. I think you've hit the nail on the head that yeah. there the the little the little line in there about the husband says this is novel, we should try it tells me might be some trouble in paradise. You yes. might want to look into first and maybe the conversation starts at home, but also reject the invitation. Yeah, and it's all about the socks on the headboard. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Communication yeah. is wonderful, but I, I like at, at these ages, depending on how old your kids are, yeah, you've done you've done your bit, but I think it's all about with your mate. And it's funny because reading that question to me, I, I my first thought was, oh, this would be nice. You get to get to know one of your uh, your oh significant others. And naive. I didn't think about it as the oh wait oh okay. hold on you know. But yeah, so I think I think you're right. And honestly, at my age, if somebody put that out to your dad, I'm thinking okay. I can understand maybe if you're interested because things aren't hanging in the way they should be, (laughs) both parties. So, you know, maybe there's interest, but honestly, no. Well, there you go. You need to like get a shake. I like, I like the the response though. Start at home, maybe talk to your, your spouse about, is this really something you're interested in? Do you want to wander on the wild side? You want to wander (laughs) on the wild side? Maybe, maybe start at home. wobbly on the wild side? Wobbly, yeah, dangle. Um, but yeah, the uh, maybe start oh, the conversation at home. <laughs> maybe there's some needs or some desires and 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 counseling and and discussions that need to happen. Oh gosh! Because it sounds like this this woman and her husband and her uh, family and friends aren't on the same page. First of all, if my friends sent me an invitation <laughs> like that and I hadn't talked to them about anything, like this is out of the blue. It sounds like you know yeah. who are you? Yeah, I mean that's totally wrong. I yeah. really feel because yeah, out of the blue. Sort of know your your party. I think it'd be a really really funny way. prank to send <laughs> as a prank. To yes. send an invitation to like your good friends and be like, "Hey, you're cordially invited to knock yeah. boots with my husband." Do you imagine <laughs> if somebody asked me to get naked? I'm saying like, "What's wrong?" With I you? never want to imagine like, that. Mother, do you don't need worry. a home? <laughs> yes, yes, they do definitely. But yeah, so it's oh, funny. Excuse me, <laughs> you haven't seen this. I can I still rock it. it. Oh my god. Uh, okay, well, someone's oh, husband will be coming to pick you up. You've no. been snorting a lot. You're, you're empty. You, you We're need empty something? on both. Oh, my goodness. Well, what are you asking for? You want me to pause this and mm-hmm. make us another one? No. Mom's, We're mom's wholesome. The first time you've ever finished a drink before me. Yeah, because I'm aggravated. <laughs> I'm thinking like somebody is like wanting my husband. Basically, to me, that's what that looks at. They the, want husband the husband wants me and the wife wants my husband. 
I mean, if anybody wants me, hey. Oh, Jesus. No, but Um, I I just think it's all wrong. That one is just blowing me away. Where the heck did you get that? Ann Landers, baby. We're going to keep this going. Ann's going to have to get, she needs an enema. Oh, Oh, jeez. This town needs an enema. But last episode, because you said something funny that I'll have to go back and listen to, but um, last episode, Laura was listening to the podcast while she was drawing. That's my daughter-in-law. Yes, and she stopped the podcast and came and got me and said, did your mom just say... That this guy needs a mirror to see, yeah. to see himself pee. Yeah, maybe because you know what, I go back to that one. We have only heard one side of that story. Yes. So maybe he has a little bit of. Well, that's what know, I mean. I he's like, dealing but, with a little bit more than everybody wants to. So people can listen to that episode to get the gist. But basically, Laura had never heard a term <laughs> like that or a, yeah, a phrase. That that guy needed a mirror to see himself pee, well, which fi- she thought was hilarious. Find your yonkers. So find yeah. your yonkers. Stand on a mirror. There's your yonkers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So so they, these are the types of momisms that come out when we do these advice columns, which I think why some people are excited for this segment. Some people. Some people. No, I'm In not sure case, I am. That's been dear Gina, dear Gina, whoever you wanna you wanna call you yourself these days. You should be more respectful but, uh, to your mother. We'll cook it up. If if you have an advice column that you'd like us to look into to see if mom agrees with the person. Get in touch. Mom, what's the email address? Oh, God. Drinkswithmompodcast at gmail.com. That's it. And there's a Twitter thing and Twitter, an Instagram. at drinkswithmom. Instagram at drinkswithmom. Yeah. And you can get us there. Instagram, we're most active. Twitter, I'm around. Uh, the, the email, I'm around as well. Let's do it. Oh, never mind. Absolute Vodka. We'd love to try your Mandarin. Oh, yeah. Oh, so like we're, we're willing. You send us the recipes. Send us the recipes. We'll give it a try. We won't no. necessarily say if it's good or not. For you know, we're not we're no shill. No, but but we want to try it. We're kind of easy, but we're no oh, shill. Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, we're up for trying anything. So uh, Cosmos. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would have another one of these. Oh yeah, you're going to make me one. Oh well, there but you go. I honestly, I've never done it uh, with the lemon uh, vodka. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It Beautiful. Was, we could try one with the other one, and then that'd be more like a twist on a kamikaze. Yeah. And it'd be nice to try a kamikaze itself or a daisy yeah. as well. The gin. Yeah. A gin cosmo sounds nice. Yes. Yeah. So please send us any of your ideas, any of your yeah. recipes. We're game. There you go. That's, well, Paul's not so much, but I'm easy. Well, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, you dial <laughs> well at this stage, you can be easy all you want. <laughs> you're easy and dangly and <laughs> stepping in dog poop. You're a whole oh, package, yeah. Mom. Like Plop City. <laughs> Uh, do you have any any parting words for the people? No, you know it's a beautiful day. The sun's out, and you know we're we're doing this in February, so you know honestly we're getting there. Just you know, just look forward, be happy, um, try to do the best you can. And if you need to reach out to somebody, reach out. Yeah, that's fair. I think uh, it's been years we've been in this scenario now, and I think uh, in terms of like. Ontario or Canada having one of the longest lockdowns and the, the it's it's been a long time and I think a lot of people whatever your affiliation whatever whatever your scenario is I think we all agree that it's been a long time yeah. and we all want this we beyond be, behind us um I think it's affecting a lot of people in various ways long term and I think we're we're seeing some good numbers now I think things are are, are trending in the right direction and yeah, I think, uh, like you said, if you if you need to chat with anybody, yeah, Paul's there. <laughs> g- give us an email, you know. But in general, yeah, just uh, keep keep uh, an eye on your own happiness. Yeah, look and after health. yourself and make sure you're okay because there's so many places you can reach out to. Don't hesitate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and keep in general, up. it's uh, mom's shielding herself from the sun well, as we record this on so a bright, bright. A bright Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, Dad's got to get those lights out of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I came here and there was Christmas music on, by the way. Oh, well, that was in Nero. February. That's just Whitney yeah, doing her yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Blame Whitney. Oh. All right, so... Okay. Uh, Cheers, th- everybody. Have a great day and we keep We got some well. more Cosmos to try. So, yeah, thanks, yeah. thanks as always, Mother. Always okay, a pleasure. thanks, honey. Thanks, it's everyone, for listening. Pleasure. Okay. And uh, have a good one. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.